Hey, Ryan, how do I get project-based learning started at my school? I've gotten some form of this question nearly every day for the last decade from engaged educators just like you. So at Magnify Learning, we've created a free download to get you started. Whether you're a superintendent, principal, coach, or teacher, go to whatispbl.com to get started on your project-based learning journey today. Are you ready to bring project-based learning to your school? The PBL Simplified Podcast will help equip you for your PBL journey with weekly need-to-knows, engaging interviews, PBL showcases from facilitators in the classroom, and PBL leadership episodes to move you towards a successful implementation of PBL. Because every learner deserves to be a part of an inspiring story, and we see daily that project-based learning helps make this happen. If you want me to answer your PBL need-to-know on the podcast, visit whatispbl.com and click on Ask Ryan to submit your question. Welcome, PBL leader, to another PBL leadership episode. I'm Ryan Stoyer, and I'm going to be your host of the PBL Simplified podcast, and I'm fired up. Last leadership episode, we talked about building you as a confident leader. This leadership episode, we're going to talk about building confidence in your staff. How great would your building be running once you've launched your vision, you're a confident leader, and you have confident staff? Now, that's really, really exciting. But before we jump into building your confident staff, let's talk about this opening need to know. How do I get my staff PBL certified? I get this question, you know, just like I get other questions often, uh, because as you're building your school leadership, you don't want to have a one and done professional development session on project-based learning. You want your staff to be the experts in project-based learning so they can teach your new hires, they can build expertise within your school, and you don't have to continually go out to outside consultants, including us at Magnify Learning. Like Our goal is we want to build sustainable ecosystems of project-based learning. And we've got several of those, right? So we have this process called PBL certification, where you can start at a PBL jumpstart, you go to advanced, and then you get certified as a teacher, and you can actually build a PBL leadership team and certified facilitators within your school, and then they can be your trainers. You don't have to keep coming back to us because we want PBL to be everywhere, and we know that we can't do that on our own, right? We're a collaborative organization. We believe in collaboration, so we want to create collaborative systems that can be sustainable you know, without us again and again. And we really, what happens in most cases is we just change our relationship because we still want to be connected to you because you're a PBLer and you're fired up about great education, but we get to change our relationship where it's not us coming in and, and teaching, teaching, teaching as much, although we're always collaborative. So it's hard to say that out loud, I guess, but really we want to be partners in creating PBL awesomeness. And that's what we find with our partners that go beyond three years with us and create certification. So here I am out in Wyoming, And I'm looking at the Tetons. And if you haven't seen them, if nothing else, Google them. Like, it's amazing. It is an amazing, amazing view. But as I look at the Tetons, and in my geekiness, also think about project-based learning, I've started this metaphor that we have not fully branded yet. So this is not an official rollout of anything. It's just an idea from Ryan. But I really like this idea of PBL certification being a process where we're helping your teachers climb a mountain in their PBL journey. Like our PBL certified facilitators are like the Sherpas that are helping your teachers get to the top, right? Like PBL Jumpstart is like your teachers are, have been sitting in the lodge thinking of really, really cool stuff. And they're like, you know what? We got to go up there. And they're not quite ready to go to the tippy, tippy top, right? But 
they're ready to go halfway up. So they, we take them to the first peak and it's exciting. Like you get a great view, right? So PBL Jumpstart, we're taking you up, you know, partway so that you can see a little bit higher. Because what happens is, you know, we do PBL Jumpstart, a three-day workshop, and we do coaching throughout the year. And we have an awesome year. You've got all these stories that start to build up about these great PBL units. But then you come back to PBL Advanced and you think, wow, I've, I've got more need to know. I didn't even know that this was something I should be thinking about. You know, a lot of times it becomes curriculum maps or it's benchmarking or getting deeper into rigor or different workshops. You know, you start building up need to know, database need to knows. There's all these other things that you start to see because you've reached the first peak. So our PBL certified facilitators take you farther, right? They take you up this PBL advanced summit. So you get up the mountain a little bit farther. And when you get up there, you start to think at the top of the PBL advanced uh, summit, if you will, in my uh, climbing metaphor in the Tetons, once you get there, you look around and you think, man, how could I teach any other way? Like, this is just it. Like my learners have gone from passive to now they're, they're super engaged. They're pushing the learning. I can take their voice and choice and we run with it. Things are super authentic. We're solving real world problems. I can't imagine going back. How do I go further? And we have PBL certified facilitators that have been to the top, right? So the Sherpas can go to the top and they come back down and they can bring more people up. That's what we do. So we actually have these mentors that as your teachers get PBL certified, these mentors come back and your teachers go through a certification process. They do an internship with one of our mentors, Sherpas, if you will, right? That, that kind of show you the ropes and you debrief and we reflect to say, this is why we facilitate this way. And as your facilitators then go out and maybe run a training for us in a different state, they come back to you better. And just think about what it would be like when you have you know, five teachers that are in your building, they're PBL certified, they're Sherpas, right? Like they've been to the top and now they're taking other people to the top of that mountain, coming back down. The journey never ends, right? We're always taking people through this process how great is that for you as a building leader when you've got a new hire? A new hire comes in and you have somebody who is absolutely ready to take them to the top, right? Like they're a national expert in project-based learning at this point. They've taken multiple people through the process. Like your new hire process is completely revamped at that point by your staff, right? Like it's an engaged process. Your teachers are engaged in the process and you've, you're starting to train your own people. It's this really, really neat cycle because then at some point you've got your own Sherpas, right? Like they can take you to your specific mountain in your school, right? Whatever the specific details are that you need for your district, whether it's standards-based grading um, or how you differentiate or what your tiered structures look like, your Sherpas can start to take your new hires and your staff through these processes. And that's what we really love is to really hone in the practice of our PBL certified facilitators, like those experts, and not just for our organization, but for the global education system, if you will. Like there's this revolutionary strand that we have underneath everything that we do that we want to revolutionize education. And that's what really what PBL certification does. And that's why I get fired up about it. So that's my my Tetons metaphor for that. I'd love some feedback on that. Obviously I'm fired up about it, but there's this portion of you know, creating these experts that go back into schools and they're still training and they're still training and they're still training. 
that we just absolutely love. So there's our opening need to know that I'm fired up about. So let's jump into how you build confidence within your staff. So when we talked about building a confident leader in you, we talked about focusing more on your wins than your losses, right? We went through Dr. Zinzer's process in the confident mind of ESP, like literally journal. You know, where did you have your best effort today? Just one spot. Maybe it was a tough day, but one spot where you took your best effort. One spot where you had a great success or even a small success, just one step forward. And then the P of ESP is progress. Where do you have progress towards your goals? ESP, effort, success, and progress. And this is something that you can start to do with your staff, right? Maybe it's a a faculty meeting, right? Where you can have some kind of a chalk talk where they do just that. Like maybe they share out where they had effort, a success, or progress. Or maybe you don't want to get that geeky with them, right? But how do you create a time for us to reflect on these confident moments. And if you are a leader just bringing your vision to fruition with project-based learning, you're starting to bring PBL in. One place I suggest, because in this last leadership episode, we we know that not everybody's going to be fully on board with this vision. Everybody needs to come in with a different on-ramp. So where can you show them that they've had a confident success in project-based learning, even before they start? Like maybe they had a community partner come in. If they brought in a community partner, that's part of project-based learning. You can start to point that out so they start to grow in confidence. As you're doing classroom walkthroughs, you can see what they're doing. Give them just a positive post-it note in the back. Hey, I really liked your community partner. And maybe debrief with them. Like, how did your learners react to the community partner? Was there more engagement, right? You get more engagement. You start to bring them along. In another classroom, a different time, maybe you find out like, oh, you you really gave your learners some voice and choice in that. I really appreciate that. That's actually a, a main staple of project-based learning. You're doing a part of that already. And you start to build their confidence. One question you might ask, because this is in most classrooms, I hope, is what's your best reflection activity? If you're going to have your learners reflect on a unit, which you can do in a traditional classroom, you know, what's your best reflection activity? Let them talk through that. Most of the time we get pretty excited about those types of activities. And then you point out, hey, that's step number six in project-based learning. Like you're already doing some project-based learning right now. And you can start to build up their confidence in PBL. Even if they're not doing it full-fledged yet, right? They haven't been trained yet, but you can start to plant the seed and start to build their confidence. And then we're going to build their competence in PBL in the workshop. Now, what happens most of the time is that they'll start to push back because everybody does. So like, yeah, I had a community partner, but you know, the kids weren't super great. So sometimes it wasn't awesome. So what you have to do is you have to mine the positives. Like you've got to get a pickaxe in there and, you know, say, yeah, but you did have a success, right? Do you agree that there was some positive? And you have to point that out for people because we tend to go back towards where we missed it to try to fix that. But when we're developing a confident mindset, we really want to focus on those positive pieces and start to build some momentum on the positive. So I mentioned, you know, maybe a staff meeting activity. What if you just had them chalk talk, right? Just write on different big post-it boards or a dry erase board, all the great things that are happening in their classroom. Just say, hey, you know what? Right now we're going to focus on the super positive things that are happening and put them out there and let everybody start to see those And then go in and and label some of those. If you've got some first followers that know project-based learning already, 
then they can go in, how many of these are used in project-based learning? And a lot of these great wins are probably tied in some way to project-based learning and let them start to build some confidence as project-based learning starts to come to fruition in your vision, right? Like, hey, you know, there's a lot of things we're doing that tie right into project-based learning. And some of the things that you love that are happening in your classroom are related to project-based learning. You guys are gonna absolutely love this training to build your competence. You probably won't use the word competence, but in this geeky podcast space of confidence versus competence, you're gonna build their confidence in what they're doing. So then when they go to a professional development session to build their competence, their skill set build their resources, they're ready to grab those. Instead of what happens most time in a professional development session, this is what we talk with our facilitators and our team, is most of the time there's a brick wall that's up that says, is this going to be awful for three days? Right? And so we've actually changed our training to show like right off the bat, like this is going to be the most engaging and collaborative professional development session you've ever had. Because we want to grab people right from the start because typically the wall's up. So what you wanna do is start to build confidence in your staff so that they're going into the training thinking, man, this is gonna be great, I'm doing some of this, I'm gonna get some more structure so I can do it all the time. This is gonna be fantastic, I love this vision. So you're gonna start building up their confidence. You wanna remind them from their wins from last year. Remind them of their why, right? Like this, So this podcast is gonna come out in July, a lot of you are getting ready to come back. You need some opening activities. Like, what if it was effort, success, and progress? You know, remind them what they did last year. Where did you have great effort? Where did you have some success? Where are you making progress towards student-centered learning? And then I always like the idea of reminding them of their why. This is still a part of every one of our professional development sessions. What is your why as an educator? And then what's your why as a school? This is a chance for you to start putting your vision out there as an educational leader. Put your vision out there because a lot of times... Your staff doesn't necessarily know your vision unless you put it out there explicitly. And when you do, they get fired up about it. They want to see where they're going. They want to have that inspiration. So you've got them coming back from a place of confidence. And when you do that, it gives them the best chance to perform well. If you think about a runner coming to the line at a track meet, if they're pretty sure that they're going to choke and it's going to be an awful race, there's a pretty good chance that they're going to choke and it's going to be an awful race, right? Like it's this self-fulfilling prophecy, which there's research behind that idea. So if we can flip that switch and say, hey, you're going to step the line. This is going to be the best race you've ever had. It gives you the best place to start from. So we're still going to need to work on growth mindset. We're still going to need to work on the process of project-based learning. You're still going to need to work on the skills and the resources for great teaching but we want you to st- your teachers to start in a place of confidence. So we want to build up that confidence in your teachers. And again, you'll have to go back two sessions because of course this starts with you as the leader. Everything starts with you as a leader, right? You've got to define that vision. You have to have confidence. You need to exude that confidence in your teachers. And then it is obviously a continual process as well. A lot of teachers are going to focus on what goes wrong in the classroom or where they're deficient. It just seems to be built into us. So you're going to need to be that confident change continually of pointing out the positives. I know of some one principal specifically that every time he goes in to do a classroom walkthrough, which is daily, he leaves a post-it note in the back with an I like, one positive piece. That's not his time for correction. That's not his time to give advice. That's his time to build up because your teacher's in time of performance, right? And so that's the time to build up confidence. Now, does he still hold teachers accountable? 
Yes. Does he still make sure that they're using best practice in the classroom? Yes. There's a time for that. But when he's doing classroom walkthroughs, there's going to be a positive note in the back and what he saw that was really great. And it's going to build confidence. So you've got confidence. Your teachers have confidence. You're having an amazing school um, actually set up uh, well for your next adventure to fulfill your vision. Next week, we're going to continue this conversation on confidence. And we're going to have Danny Bauer from Better Leaders, Better Schools uh, to interview. And we have a really great conversation. If you know Danny and his work with Masterminds of the Principles, he has a heart for principles and his fingers on the pulse. So you're going to want to make sure that you check in with that and make sure that you check out his website if you don't know it. Better Leaders, Better Schools. Danny Bauer is going to be on the podcast. It's a really great conversation. I think you're going to enjoy it. So make sure you tune in. As we create your confidence school, you are going to engage your learners, tackle boredom, and transform your classrooms. 